Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Monday, everyone. We are presently talking and studying the gifts of the Spirit that are mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. The scripture says here in verse 7, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. And then he says, To one is given this gift, and to another that gift. And we have been going down this list and talking about each one. And presently, we're talking about the gift of speaking in other tongues. What is it? Well, here's the definition I would give it. It is an ability given to a believer by the Holy Spirit to speak a language which is otherwise unknown to him. The speaker utters sounds and syllables which are unintelligible to him, but that in reality form a language. This utterance is an expression of our inner spirit to God. Speaking in tongues is a prayer or a proclamation that goes beyond our understanding. That's why it says in 1 Corinthians 14 and verse 2, For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God, for no one understands him. However, in the spirit he speaks mysteries. And then 1 Corinthians 14 and verse 14. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. So, why did God give this gift of tongues? Why is it there for us? Well, I believe it's a supernatural gift that enables our spirit to pray to God, bypassing the limitations of my understanding and my knowledge about a situation that may hinder me from praying effectively, but the Holy Spirit actually prays through me and bypasses my mind. I don't know what I am saying. To my mind, it says here, it's unfruitful. To a person that's speaking in tongues, they're just uttering sounds and syllables that they don't understand. It's just gibberish to them. They don't know what it is. But the Bible says in reality, it's a language. And it's a language that is expressing what your spirit is feeling about a matter at the time. You may be praying for someone. And so you've prayed with your understanding. You've prayed with all the information that you have. But you still feel like, I haven't prayed enough. I believe that that's where the gift of tongues comes in. You begin to pray now in a language that you haven't understood. And when I pray in tongues, I feel a release. I feel a release of my spirit. Even though my mind is not understanding what I'm saying, my spirit is being released to God in this prayer language that I believe is making a difference. It's affecting something because I'm praying. I think fundamentally, speaking in tongues is a prayer language. It's an ability to pray effectively about situations beyond your knowledge. Now, does this mean that we don't pray with our knowledge, that we wouldn't pray in English if that's our language? No, the Bible says actually that we're to do both. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, 
and verse 15, what is the conclusion then? I will pray with the Spirit, and I will also pray with the understanding. And then he goes on to say, I will sing with the Spirit, and I will also sing with the understanding. And so when you pray with your understanding, it means you're praying in your own language and you're expressing your thoughts and your desires to God. But when you pray in the Spirit, it's going beyond your thoughts and understanding and the Spirit is praying through you. And it also says here even singing. I I think there's a form of worship that comes in speaking in other tongues. He says, I will sing with my understanding. You can sing lyrics of a song or a hymn or a chorus. And that is acceptable, and God receives that as praise and worship. But he also says here, I'll sing in the Spirit. There are times when you can just enter into times of praise with God, and it is expressed in a language that you have never learned. Now, this is quite a spectacular gift. And someone might be saying, well, I hear what you're saying, but couldn't this be sort of counterfeited, that someone just speaking these sounds and syllables and they think it's a language, but it really isn't? Well, I suppose anything is possible, of course. But just because something can be abused doesn't mean that there's not a reality. And I'm sure that maybe it has been abused at times and someone has thought that they're speaking in tongues and they really aren't. But that doesn't take away from the reality of it. And how would you judge? Because it says here, when you speak in tongues, your mind is unfruitful. Everyone that has spoken in tongues, if you asked them, do you really think that's a language? They would have to say, well, I don't know. My mind's unfruitful. I'm just saying sounds and words I don't understand. But the proof of it to me is how it affects your spirit. When I speak in tongues, when I pray in tongues, I feel release. I feel like I've talked to God. I feel something has been transmitted to God through that prayer of tongues that I could not achieve in any other way. And so this is a gift. And and the Bible says it's a gift. It's a gift that was very prevalent in the early church. We saw yesterday that Mark 16 said, this sign would follow them that believe. It was prevalent when the Holy Spirit was first poured out. They spoke in other tongues. In this church in Corinth, It was very prevalent. In fact, and we can talk about this in a moment, he put guidelines on the use of this gift because they were going to extremes with it. They were giving their whole service to this kind of utterance. And Paul writes and he says, listen, that's fine for you that's exercising this gift, but he says, what if someone else comes in? And he says, and they don't understand what you're saying. He said, how are they going to be informed unless someone speaks to them in their own language. And so he says to him, listen to what it says in verse 5, I wish you all spoke with tongues, but even more that you prophesied. For he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks with tongues, unless indeed he interprets that the church may receive edification. And so there's guidelines for the use of this gift in a public service. Paul says here he wants us all to speak in tongues. But in the church service, it's better that you prophesy because then you're giving a word that they can hear and understand. And also verse 18 of 1 Corinthians 14. Paul says, I thank my God, I speak with tongues more than you all. So Paul's not saying not to speak in tongues here. 
He said, I speak in tongues more than you all. But then he goes on to say, yet in the church, I would rather speak five words with my understanding that I may teach others. And so there's a balance here. There is a spiritual release and power when you speak in tongues. But most of those standing around do not understand what the language is. And so Paul says there should be a balance here. In fact, he said, it should probably be two or three times in a service. Let this happen. And let someone interpret what the tongues are. Now, that's another gift, and we'll talk about that in days to come. But this gift of tongues is a very, very valuable one. It's one that is sort of an introductory gift into the realm of the Spirit. Because you have to go beyond your own thinking and understanding and allow the Holy Spirit just to work through you. And really, that's how every gift operates. You have to yield yourself that God can then use you as an instrument. In speaking in tongues, you have to yield your tongue. And you have to take a step of faith and just start speaking these things that you're feeling from your heart and and let it come through your vocal cords and your mouth. There is a yielding. It requires faith. And that's how every gift of the Spirit operates. Now, I tell you, the Bible says here that this gift is for a sign. It gets people's attention. We already saw on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit was first poured out, they all began to speak in tongues. All the people in the crowd began to hear them speak in their own language, and it caused them to listen, to say something supernatural is happening here. Then Peter stood up and spoke the gospel to them. So tongues has its place, and it's a valuable gift for anyone to have. Now, let me tell you an experience that happened to me when I was in India a number of years ago. And this was so real that I have never doubted the reality of the gift of tongues since this happened. I was traveling with a missionary evangelist, and we were praying for people at the end of a service. And, of course, we were always speaking to them through interpreters. And at the end of the service, I was just praying for different individuals. And as I was praying for this lady, she began to speak. And she said, my God is good. My God is great. My heart is fed. And then she said a few other things. And then she would start again and say, my God is good. My God is great. My heart is fed. And I never thought a whole lot about it until we finished praying And I realized I could not communicate with this lady. And so I called an interpreter over and I said, ask this lady if she understands English. And so he spoke to her in her own language and she spoke back. And then he turned to me in amazement and he said, she says she can't understand English. But he said, I heard her speak. In other words, he heard what I heard this lady speak in English. And so I said to him, tell her that she spoke English and we understood her. And so again, he turned and talked to her and I could see her face get all excited and she talked back to him and and I said, what did she say? And he said, she said she had no idea she was speaking English and that she's going to go home and tell her husband. You see, this lady was praying. She received the gift of tongues and she spoke sounds and words that she didn't understand. But we understood them because she was speaking English. And it was very similar to what happened on the day of Pentecost, where these people spoke the wonderful works of God and the people heard them. This lady was saying, my God is good. My God is great. 
My heart is fed. And she had no idea that she was speaking English. She was glorifying God. Now, that was a first-hand experience that I witnessed. And I realized tongues are real because I experienced it. Now, before that, I had spoken in tongues. And when I speak in tongues, now it's by a step of faith. No one has ever come up to me and said, I understand what you're saying. But I believe that what I'm saying is a language. And I believe that because of what the Word of God says, what I'm feeling in my own heart as I'm speaking in tongues, and this first-hand experience of hearing this lady speak in tongues in India. Well, that's our time for today, but we'll continue talking about these things tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. Take note that we are now meeting again in person at 9.30 and 11.30. We are limited to 30% capacity and are following all the recommended protocols. We are also continuing our online service at 10.30. Be sure to join us for one of these services. To learn more about us, check out our website at kwcf.org. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.